0: What's up, everyone, and welcome into episode number 95, where it is my honor and privilege to introduce a special guest joining this episode, and that is Hope Men's Basketball Coach, Coach Mitchell. How are you doing, Coach Mitchell? I'm doing well, Zach. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking your time out of your day, especially your busy schedule, due to you guys just winning the MIAA tournament as well. So thank you again for taking your time to join the podcast. Yeah, you back. Yeah, so kind of before we talk about the MIAA tournament that you guys just won, before we get to talk about the team, I really kind of want to talk about you before you got head coach at Hope because you are a player at Hope where you hold a career three-point shooting percentage at 46.4%, which is a record. You are also part of a team that made a run to the great lake regionals which is one of the furthest runs a hope men's team has ever made um so having those memories at hope did you ever really think that you're going (laughs) to be back coaching at hope especially after a very successful head coach career at langsburg high school
1: yeah i mean it's it's i guess it's nothing i you know back then that i i thought would happen but um just because you kind of you you dive into what you do and, and 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 what you love and um you know it was it was a great high school career as far as having the chance to teach and coach young men and um but yeah when the situation presented itself um what a, what an opportunity to return to you know hope a place that I love so much and and have the chance and uh, you know to continue the the great tradition that is hope basketball so um maybe didn't <laughs> see it happening years ago but honored and privileged to be in, in the position that I'm right now in right now for sure.
0: So what was that transition like for you from coaching at a high school level for 25 years to jumping in a, a division three school that you know very well. And that, like you said, has a long tradition of mm-hmm. playing extremely good basketball, which is exactly what you did at Langsburg for a long time. Yeah. I mean, it,
1: it, it's very, very different as you can imagine, just Obviously, um, the level, the quality of play, the, 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 um, probably the biggest transition is just you know, the responsibility of coaching at Hope is, is a big deal. And uh, just the day-to-day, the recruiting, the amount of work that goes into maintaining the program and trying to continue to win championships. Um, at the same time, it was just the greatest blessing because of the type of families that, that send their kids to Hope, the, the type of kids you get to coach. Um, You know, the high level of of basketball IQ, the high character guys that we, you know, that we get to kind of help grow the program. So, yeah, it was a challenging transition because I think anytime, you know, you do something for a long time, change is challenging. But it was a great challenge. And and just like I said, it is a privilege. Um, You know, Coach Van Weeren built Hope Basketball into such a uh, just a strong staple, uh, deeply rooted tradition and um, you know it was a, a great opportunity to work to maintain that and um, had a lot of fun uh, being in this position for nine years now.
0: So you talked about responsibility transition talked about the type of families players that come to Hope college and I, honestly that's kind of one of the most important jobs as a coach is not just coaching the athlete on the court but also the athlete off the court and like the type of people that they are, the type of representation they are at Hope College. Can you kind of talk a little bit about how you not only coach your players on the court, but how you kind of prepare them for the time off the court, like at Hope and even beyond Hope College after the playing career and time at Hope is done? Yeah, sure.
1: It's it's a great question because I think everything, you know, anybody that attends Hope knows um, that our reputation is – you know, when when a college is a Christian college and they and they really believe in it and we're kind of anchored in the in the historic Christian faith, you like to see that presented in all that we do uh, on and off the court. So I think our responsibility as coaches is to make sure we um, you know we kind of ingrain that in our guys. Um, you know, we want to be humble servant leaders that that put other people first, and I think that works really well in the basketball side of of life and their growth, but obviously as students on campus and. Um, you know, potentially, uh, tremendous contributors to our society. We we like to think that you know, these four years are really, really important to hopefully help our guys grow into successful men, but it's really going to be the next 40 years that will show if we did our job or not, because we want them to be guys that are, are going to be tremendous workers, you know, husbands, fathers, et cetera. And, uh, so it's a big deal, and I think we it goes, it does go back to the type of kids we get to recruit because moms and dads have done a heck of a job in years one through eighteen, and it's our job to help maintain that and help them transition into incredible men as they um you know once they leave Hope. So uh, love that opportunity, love the relationships that we build, love that our guys appreciate being a student and, and just a, a man at Hope College and not just a basketball player because it's it's, it's far greater than that.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think you and your coaching staff has done a great job at that for the players that I've gotten to know. I've gotten to know Preston Granger. I also just had Harrison Blackledge on the podcast not too long ago and just Mm -hmm. talking with him and talking with just a bunch of other players that I've known. It seems like they're all like really amazing people that just love Hope College that's cheering for you Mm -hmm. guys every single week, so it's really seemed like you guys have done a great job at not only building that culture of being great people, but also you're building a culture and keeping a culture of winning as well. So can you kind of talk about how you kind of implemented that and like how you built like the culture that the Hope College men's basketball team and how you kind of kept mm-hmm. that winning um, atmosphere and that culture going? Because like you said, traditionally, Hope men's and women are, competing for miaa championships and that's what you guys have done for your whole tenure and this year and last year and years probably down the road
1: yeah i mean when you mention guys like harrison and preston and and we've got just a, a boatload of guys this year and years past are just great high character guys and so as i mentioned before the majority of that credit goes to how they were raised you know we get to inherit some phenomenal young men i think it's our job to you know to continue that process and so what we really like to believe in is is you know our, our acronym is grit you know and that stands for greatness you know resilience intensity and toughness and the g and the greatness piece is just how they treat other people how they treat their teammates uh, you know how they go about their business every day in classes and you know trying to get them to understand they represent something far greater than than themselves and and um you know, that's really – I can't take too much credit because I think my coach, Coach Van Weren, who's just an icon. He built the program. His name is on the court. You know, he was one of the most positive influences in my life as a mentor, um, as a father, as a coach, and just a strong relationship builder. So, you know, those are the hallmarks of hope in our program, and, and we're certainly trying to do everything we can to maintain that and, and at the same time be, you know, just incredibly – intense resilient tough guys on the court because that's really what it takes to, to win basketball games so the combination of high character, high intensity, doing things the right way, putting others first um, are, are traits that we take very very seriously you know all the while just being being good Christian men and, and humble servants uh, because I think when you take yourself too seriously you don't understand that the most important person in the room is usually somebody else you, you kind of have problems and um, I think our guys, have really bought into that and and they love each other as teammates. And there's certainly guys that have put others first. And I think that has a lot to do with the success that we've had in recent years and especially this year.
0: Yeah. That's awesome to hear. And I really love the acronym of grit because I think it applies. (laughs) It applies every year, but I think it especially applies to your team this year because you had several different injuries throughout the year that has caused like many different lineups to play Now you guys are kind of starting to get healthier again. You're starting to get things going. Can you kind of talk about how much of a challenge that was and how you think responded from all those injuries, especially now that it seems like you've had players step in that now you can believe in and rely in in huge games, especially because you have a huge game coming up in the NCAA Mm -hmm. tournament against Bethany Lutheran.
1: Well, there's no question that our injuries were a huge factor to the year, and, and you can look at those things as a as a curse or a blessing, and we choose to be positive. You know, it, it, it certainly added to the depth of our team because other guys had to step up um, without saying. I, I think it was really challenging because, you know, our level, it's so hard to get into the NCAA tournament, and, and you you got to win games. If not, you're going to have to win your conference tournament. And so for us, yeah, we got – a little healthier at the right time. Um, uh, I think the, the multiple lineup changes, multiple starting lineups, you know, due to, I think we had six different concussions and four or five surgeries throughout the year. That just was an un, uncanny number of, of injuries. But as I said, it just added to our depth. We had a lot yeah. of guys that had a chance to, um, to play, gain some experience. And now you get a little healthier towards the end of the year, that experience, those opportunities, to play in big moments uh, really pays off. And, you know, we, we won a championship game at at Calvin led by a freshman, which is, which is pretty amazing. And and Marcus Foreman, who had an opportunity to play throughout the year and, and has really matured and and heroes of the occasion as have many other players. Um, So that's important. It's a long season, as long as you kind of hang in there and you deal with injuries the right way and you don't let it get down, you look at it as an opportunity. um, I think you have a chance to grow. and, And I really believe that, we have grown quite a bit and uh, you know, certainly credit to our guys for hanging in there and not letting it get them too far down and um, just kind of showing up every day, regardless of how difficult it was going to be. And they're going to give their best effort and, and it's been a great payoff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And I do think part of it is the players showing up, but also part of it is leadership as well, coaching players as well. And I know there's leaders on all all levels like a freshman can be a leader sophomore junior senior but I really kind of want to focus on the senior class for a mm-hmm. few minutes because I feel like every senior class is kind of special to their coach because they've been here they've been there for four years they've gone through their ups and downs can you kind of talk a little bit about this senior class because you have some really really good players that have had a lot of success at hoping like Clayton Dyke House. Um, T.J. McKenzie, Brady Swinehart, Evan Thomas. Those are just a few of those seniors. You also have Harris Hawkins mm-hmm. as well. Can you kind of talk a little bit about like the seniors and what this senior class means yeah. to you?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they mean a great deal to me. Those were, those were five guys that, that came in together. And, you know, T.J. was really a football first guy who, who joined our program and played on the JV team once football was done his freshman year. And and then I'll, I'll touch on Clayton real quickly, just because, you know, Clayton and TJ both have decided to use a fifth year. So, you know, they'll be back next year, which is really exciting. But, but those guys as, as a group of five mm-hmm. have come in and, and just, they've been through a lot, but they've grown a ton. Mm-hmm. They're guys that have, have lived together and they've been together. And there's certainly five guys that, that understand how to put other people first. And, you know, the three seniors that are playing in their last year, um, are, are three pretty unique guys, all very different. You know, Evan Thomas, preseason All-American and uh, MVP of the conference last year, is just a, an outstanding talent, um, just a, an elite player who's been through a lot this year with, with finger surgery and then a shoulder issue. Uh, he's just continued to fight and lead us at both ends of the floor. Um, a, an amazing basketball player, an incredible student. You know, he's going to Michigan Med School next year, and just he's given us so much on the floor and just his quiet resolve off the floor. Um just, just an outstanding leader. And then uh Harris Hawkins, you know, has battled injuries. Here we go. He's had two season ending injuries, uh, you know, shattered his his foot, ankle his freshman year, and then last year torn ACL. And and he just embodies the toughness that we're talking about fighting back. Um hasn't really logged a lot of minutes, but he just shows up every day with an unbelievable attitude. And um you know, appreciates any minute he gets and you know he, he came off the bench when we were really dinged up in illnesses at Kalamazoo and he played quite a bit at a career high 12 points and, uh, and then just kind of went right back to his role as a kind of a, a, a high level practice player who, who you know might get an opportunity for a minute or two, but again, he just he's such a high character kid it, it doesn't phase him at all. And then lastly, Brady Swinehart Great uh, high school basketball player, all-time leading scorer in Ionia history. Came to Hope with a lot of expectations uh, of, of making contributions, and that hasn't really been the case as far as playing time. But he was voted captain this year and, and well-deserved because he, he may be the best practice player I've ever coached in, in all my years. Uh, just his attitude is, is unbelievable. He's a great vocal leader. He's a, a super smart guy. He kind of owns the film room. And um, gives our guys, he keeps us loose, but at the same time, he can take over a, a halftime talk and just kind of really get after our guys. And um, you know, when somebody's as invested as he has been, they listen when he talks. And um, it's just a neat balance. So you know, I have so much respect for that for those five, but especially these three, who you know, it'll be their last time wearing the jersey, and we want to make it last as long as it possibly can. And, and you know, those three especially are, are real responsible for the success that we're having of kind of keeping us focusing forward, uh, handling the adversity that we've had, and uh, continuing to show up every day and just in a real mature way um, just grind right through all the, all the challenges. And so uh, very gratifying to see them climb the ladder Saturday and get rewarded by being just servant leaders.
0: Yeah, and I absolutely love how you talked about your different seniors and those leaders and how you went from like Evan Thomas, which reached the milestone of 1,300 points, and he's just been an absolutely amazing player on the court. But then you go to talk about the other players like Breeze Swinehart. Well, yes, he might not be getting a ton of minutes on the court, but he's still making a huge impact in that locker room. He's making a huge impact – on the practice court and I feel like sometimes people over kind of like overlook that because guess what he's not the star of that game he's not the one scoring 15 20 points maybe every single game but you need those types of players that will show up those voices that people will listen to and it seems like you have a group of seniors that all kind of provide different things to the team which all makes the team that not much better.
1: Mm-hmm. well you're, you're exactly right you know one of the one of the things we always challenge our guys with at the beginning of the season is just to kind of check your ego at the door and teams are able to do that and it's not easy I mean everybody brings you know these guys were all really good high school players and you know MVPs and and, and just tremendous players and then all of a sudden you get to a college roster and it's everybody's good uh, sometimes it's hard for guys to accept that role and and, and accept the challenge and this senior class has been absolutely remarkable and when younger guys see that seniors are capable of doing that it just kind of in a positive way bleeds into the your culture where guys are able to get over themselves in a heartbeat and they don't they don't think about hey i'm not playing hey, i'm not scoring i'm not whatever it's just what are we doing and and that i mean it's it's what you want in a culture it's what you want in a team but sometimes those philosophies are are far easier said than done and it's hard for guys to buy into that but I'll be honest from, you know, we've got 17 guys we dress and um, to a man, these guys really, truly understand their role and buy into it. And that's been the most satisfying thing for me as a coach this year, because we've had some challenges, but they've all just continued to kind of row the boat in the same direction. And, um, and I'm just proud that they're, they're getting rewarded for it as well because You know, oftentimes you can make sacrifices and when you don't see the rewards, eh, you know, was the sacrifice really worth it? But I think our guys really see that. That'll be something that that benefits them the rest of their lives moving forward.
0: Yeah. And you talked a little bit about roles, especially for maybe some of the kind of like the younger players, like the maybe this freshman you talked about, Marcus, you some sophomores as well. As the season goes on, those roles, depending on injuries, which it seems like that your team had that, can expand. So there's kind of one player I really want to talk about because I think his role has expanded greatly. I think he's been a great player this year. And you have several younger players that are contributing, like Tanner Wagerink. You talked about Marcus. But one player that I think has, I don't want to say surprise people, But one player that has been, it seems like, as consistent as anyone is Gabe Quillen. Can you kind of talk about his leap from his freshman year to his sophomore year and how he's been able to kind of help this team compete for an MIAA championship while also having younger players like you talked about, Tanner Wiegerink, Eli Schoonveld, I think is a junior, Marcus Warman, like you talked about. There's several younger players that yes, they don't have as much experience as the seniors. They're really taking a step forward, which again, is making your team that much better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, G- Gabe, as you, as you mentioned, um, you know, I, it, it's okay that he has surprised people because I think he has, and I think the credit goes to Gabe and he put a lot of time into the offseason. I think it really started, you know, last year as a freshman, he was a JB kid and, and, you know, throughout the course of the season, I think he lost 28 pounds. He had some foot issues, and I think losing the weight helped. And I give our guys a lot of credit because towards the end of the season, they were starting to see his growth, and they really believed in him. And I think when a player, when a player really likes what he sees in the mirror, when his self confidence elevates, things change. And and Gabe has changed um, as much as any player I've ever coached within the course of a year. So credit to him for. His, his level of condition he came into in the fall, credit to our players for believing in him. And um, it's really a cool story. You know, as a, as a Grand Rapids Catholic Central kid, he was probably looked at as their fifth starter. You know, they had all guards and, and they were state champions, but he was just kind of a screen setter. And he touched the ball every once in a while and, and defend the paint and get some rebounds and that'd be about it. And um, We saw some things in him in the recruiting process and, and talking to his high school coach, Coach Merriman, he said, hey, I really think there's some potential in this kid. And so we got him on campus, and he fell in love with the campus. And, um, you know, when you love where you're at, you want to work really, really hard. And I think he's just scratching the surface too. He's, he's, you know, got himself into a position as an all-league player, as a sophomore. Um, we're going to continue to work hard and kind of remaking his body, add some strength to it. But he's very diverse. You know, he can take his game outside. He can go right shoulder, left shoulder, turn in the post, soft touch. And he's just, he's just a great kid. So uh, we're really excited about his development. And I think the biggest key is you need, a, you need a post-presence to be good at this level. And Gabe has really given us that post-presence so we can kind of play inside-out basketball. And, um, yeah, excited for him to continue to develop. And um, it's a lesson to kind of all players. You know, you, you get after it, you grind, um, things can change. And, uh, and they can change for the positive. And that's certainly what's happened with Gabe.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we kind of talked a little bit about you. We've talked a little bit about the team. Now now let's kind of get into the ending of of your season, where you end up going three straight days, needing three big wins to get into the NCAA tournament. You end up beating an Adrian team, I believe, by about 18-20. You, you beat a trying team that you lost to twice throughout the season, and then, of course, you beat your rivals, Kelvin, at home to win the MIAA championship coming off of two games that were pretty kind of opposite of each other because I don't know if you would want to talk about this, but at home against when you guys played at home probably wasn't one of your, your guys' best performance. But then you go to Kelvin, you beat Kelvin at Kelvin, and then you finally get that matchup again in the big in the miaa championship and you get that big victory as well to get your way into the NTA tournament Mm -hmm.
1: yeah well hey we we have to we we can't act like that first game didn't happen it's okay you can you can mention (laughs) it because we use that as a great source of motivation we we did not show up um it was a pretty embarrassing effort um you know and we we talked a lot about it to be honest with you you got to learn from the past and we did and I think that moment among some other opportunities helped us realize that we just have to give more as players and uh, take advantage of our opportunities and we just didn't yeah we weren't bringing it and we didn't we didn't play particularly well at home in a lot of games Um, so that being said um, as you as you learn from things and you, you you really try to put forth the effort into, into the things that can uh, help you improve. I thought we did. I thought we really started to guard the ball better. I thought we started to we were much better off the ball defenders and really having each other's backs. And then I just thought we amped up our, our toughness and and just kind of gritty play. Uh, You know, the last month of the season we went from giving up 71 points a game to 59 points a game. And that's, to me, that's been the biggest factor. And that's all just effort and desire and pride. So as you, you know, you mentioned the last week and, and getting Adrian trying and Calvin, uh, we just kind of had to double down on, on the defensive end of the floor. And I thought, you know, we worked really, really hard. We studied the scouting report and game film and try to come up with, with game plans and strategies. that will give us the best, the best opportunity to, to, uh, just make life harder for the other team. And I thought in each game, we did a really nice job of that. And, um, so yeah, pleased with where we are, and uh, the nice thing about getting to the tournament is you feel like, hey, maybe we're we're, we're finding our potential. But you know, having gone out last year by a bucket against Wheaton, uh, we got a taste of it, and, and we we want more. I mean, it's not just good enough to make it. We want to we want to make a run, and I, I think this team is poised for a run.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. And you talked about grit. You talked about defense. Your defense has held teams under 70 points in the last nine games, but that also kind of leads into, I feel like, the conversation of who you guys are playing in the NCAA tournament because you're playing Bethany Lutheran, which comes in fifth in the NCAA t- Division three, averaging 91.3 points a game. They haven't scored less than 70 points all season. How do you game plan for a team that has been one of the better scoring teams in the in the country. They have a great player in Jewish Seigold who shoots 46.9 from the field, 44.4% from behind the arc. They also have Jax Madison, Hunter Nielsen as well. They kind of have like three or four players that average about 14 points or more. How can you kind of – Game plan around that because your guys' defense has been very good lately, but also Bethany Lutheran they like to score the ball, which of course you guys have done very well as of recent as well.
1: It'll be a good clash. I'll be honest with you; we're, we're all watching film as I mean as as we speak, and uh, you know they do score the ball well. They play at a fast pace. Uh, they've got always have four, if not five shooters on the floor. Uh, they they want to dictate a, a very very aggressive pace. Um, and, and we don't mind playing fast. I'll be honest with you, but I think the biggest thing in, in watching them is you have, you know, our guys are going to have to do their job individually. It's a team that 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 gets a ton of assists. I mean, they really pride themselves on breaking you down and finding a teammate, and the teammate is always ready to catch and shoot. So number one is guard the ball. I mean, you got to do your job and 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 disallow situations where help is required, and that's going to be a task. And you got to you know get back in transition because they like to. I mean, they're going to try to shoot it very, very quickly. And, um, and the biggest thing is also just dealing with ball screens, you know, ball screen D is, is something they pride or that we're going to have to do a great job because the ball screen, O is, is relentless. So, Hey, it'll be a great challenge. I know uh, our guys enjoy challenges like this. And, you know, when you see a team that that scores 91 a game um, that gets, that gets the attention of your, of your team. And so our job is to study them uh, really, truly understand what they're doing schematically and do our best to to take away some of their strengths. And, um, you know, I, I love the challenge of that. I, I love when you have to really rely on on your defense because, to me, that's, you know, you always talk about controlling the controllables in this game, and that's the part of the game you have control over is how hard you work, and, uh, you know, you're willing to sit down and just really guard, and uh, we're looking forward for that challenge for sure.
0: Yeah, and it's you're in the NCAA tournament. It's not like you're not going to play – a good team. You're going to play mm-hmm. great offenses. You're going to play elite defenses. You're going to play some of the best teams in the country. Um, UW-Oshkosh is the school that is hosting your little section as well. So it's not like you guys are just going to pl- I don't want to say play a decent team. Like every single team in this bracket has a chance to go on a run mm-hmm. and that's because every single team deserves their spot because either one they had a record that was good enough to get in without winning their conference tournament or two they had to win their conference tournament which in itself is not easy because for some of these schools they might have had to win like your position win three games in a row in the same three in three days so it's not easy every team kind of deserves to be there and it's just the thing i love about ncaa basketball Mm -hmm. it's march anything can happen
1: yeah you're exactly right at at our level with these four team pods you know um and geographic location kind of dictates who you play to some level so and and things are just so even it's different than division one tournament i think if you if you mix up these teams and run the tournament five different times you probably have five different champions and maybe five different final four combinations because of of the the equity in play and you know, Oshkosh is, is going to be a great host. We saw them early in the season. Uh, you know, they were national champs in 2019. Uh, Coach Lewis just does a heck of a job. Hopefully we have the the privilege of playing them, you know, if, if we get by the first round. And, of course, if they win theirs too. But, um, yeah, it's it's really – it's it's you can't overlook anybody, as you mentioned, because everybody's good. Everybody deserves to be there. And uh, so, you know, you really got to put your stock in what you do best. And so that's, that's certainly what we're going to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I have two kind of last questions before we end it. One more of a serious one, one, one more kinda of like a fun type question. So you've been coaching at hope for nine years, which could mean you could be coaching at hope for another so many years. I don't I don't <laughs> know how I don't know how many years you're planning on coaching. <laughs> no does a coach really know that question? Probably not until that time comes. Mm. But when you decide to call it a coaching career at Hope, what are kind of some of the things that you hope that the players and fans remember about your time at Hope College?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I, I just hope that they remember that, uh, you know, we did things the right way, that we represented our, you know, the, the campus culture, the Holland community, our families the right way. Um, you know, that we, as men, um, that were respected off the floor in the classroom on campus in chapel, as much as, is you know, in, in the arena, basically, I think there's, there's so much more to being a hope student athlete than just being a basketball player. So um, yeah. And, and that just as a coach that we maintain the, the, the competitive championship level of, of play because that, that has been built and it's our job to, to maintain it. And, um, so hopefully that's, what's remembered and just that, yeah, we, we did things the right way, uh, that people are proud of, of the product on the floor and off the floor. That's probably the biggest thing.
0: Yeah. And I think that you guys are doing a great job with that so far. I think you'll continue to do a great job going forward until the time you end up calling it a coaching career. But one last question before I kind of ask it, I just want to thank you, so much again for joining the podcast. It's been absolutely incredible talking to you about your basketball program, learning kind of about the way you coach, your culture, talking about the senior class, the under the younger undergraduate kids, talking about what the MIAA championship means to you, kind of going a little bit about how you view the matchup in the NCAA tournament. I just want to thank you again so much for joining, but yeah. Before we end it, is there any kind of other sports you really enjoy watching? Do, or do you, Are you mainly just kind of like a basketball guy? Do you have any like favorite sports teams? March Madness Division 1 NCAA tournament is coming up. Are you excited about that?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, it's, it's a pleasure to be on the podcast with you, Zach. So thanks for the opportunity. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, I, I i i love college basketball i love i'm a big michigan state fan grew up in that in the backyard over there and that's where i got my master's so i'm i'm a definitely a green-blooded fan when i'm not uh when i'm not coaching hope um i i like golf i wish i could play more i wish i was better but i, I love the sport i love being outside and and uh yeah the the just i don't know the the mood you get when you golf it's it's a great escape um and I love that game. Our, our players, we, we, we do quite a few scrambles throughout the year. It's just it's fun. It's just fun to be out there, um, play a little pickleball. Uh, you know, I think that's kind of the the older person sport these days. We've my, my wife and I play a lot of with uh, with some friends of ours. So pickleball is a great thing that we've really really truly enjoyed. But yeah, and I think you know as far as anything else, it's just family time. I'm a I'm a uh, a grandpa of two little ones. So uh, other than sport, we just enjoy being together, being a, a family and if we can get to the lake the beach those are all great things but uh pretty much feel like i'm, I'm married to the orange and blue and, and the hope college basketball job that is such a privilege and it, it, it pretty much is all-consuming which is uh, which is a great responsibility and i, and I enjoy it i just enjoy being in that role
0: awesome and i'm a michigan state fan as well so i'm hoping that we can make a Make a run in March, that Iowa game was definitely very <laughs> disappointing to say sure was. Yeah. to say the least and not expect that. But I'm a huge Coach Hazel fan. I'm sure he'll get um, Michigan State right going into the tournament. And, hey, you know what, it's March Madness. You never know what to expect. You never know what to expect in Division One, And you never know what to expect in Division Three. like you talked about. like There could be plenty of upsets next thing you know a team is making a run, make some noise and end up going going to win the national championship that some people might not have known or believed would have happened before the tournament started.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. It's so The Division One level this year, More, maybe more than any, looks incredibly wide open and, and I would not bet against, uh, against Michigan State, I think they're, other than the the last couple minutes, they're playing some pretty good basketball right now, but the Iowa game was, a, was definitely a struggle, but uh, they'll bounce back. They'll be just fine.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, Best of luck to you. I will be definitely tuning in. Best of luck to you and your team in the NCAA tournament. Good luck against Bethany Lutheran. I know that you guys are going to come prepared. You're going to play well. And I know that you're going to do a great job representing Hope College. The women's basketball team is playing in the NCAA tournament as well. So a great time for Hope College in general. But, yeah, just overall – Wish you guys the best of luck. I will definitely be cheering for you guys. I will hopefully be watching the game as well. But, yeah, thank you again so much for joining. I really appreciate it. It's been incredible talking to you, Coach Mitchell.
1: You're welcome, Zach. It was my privilege. Take care.